This is Growth Masters. The show for CEOs, CMOs, and anyone wanting to keep up with what's new in the world of business, marketing, and tech. You're in conversation with Robert Tadros. Hello and welcome to the Growth Masters podcast. Joining me on the show today is Brian Ray, Partnerships and Business Development Manager at Podium. I've also got Taylor Cutler, who's the Marketing Director at Podium. So guys, thank you very much for joining. For our listeners and viewers, those that don't know the platform, Podium is a technology company, which is uh, headquarters is based in Utah. They're very well known for developing cloud-based software that helps businesses modernize the overall customer interaction, you know, with things such as messaging, customer feedback, and really just improving the overall online reputation. So without further ado, I'd like to maybe hand over to Brian. Man, I'm like, I'm keen to hear the story behind Podium. Appreciate it, Robert. We're, we're glad to be on here. And yeah, the uh, the story behind Podium is kind of a, a cool one, especially personally to me. It all started actually because of a problem my dad was having at his tire shop up in Canada, where we're from. So love that. My, you know, he's like your typical local business owner, ran a great business, been in the industry for 30 years. And all of a sudden, Google reviews started becoming a thing. This was, you know, six, seven years ago. And, you know, he has hundreds and hundreds of happy customers, but it's, it was this small handful of like angry or frustrated customers that were leaving him these, these negative reviews and kind of dictating his online reputation. And so anyway, he goes to my brother, Eric, uh, Eric Ray and Dennis Steele. They're the two co-founders, but he goes to my, my brother, Eric, and he's like, come on, Eric, like you know, computers, what, what's going on with, with my reviews? Like, help me figure this out. And my brother's like, oh yeah, whatever. Like I'll, I'll look into it, dad. And, and really Eric and Dennis sat down and they're like, you know what? There actually is not a good way for business owners to get reviews from their customers. Like at the time it was like, Hey, I either blast all my customers with an email and cross my fingers that one or two of them leaves a review. And so what they, they, you know, they had this idea is like, hey, why don't we utilize SMS text messaging to get a review? Like that was the whole idea of Podium in the beginning. And so we were the, we were the first ones to do that, use text messaging to get a review. And it worked extremely well, so well that, you know, we, we've actually grown very, very quickly, which, which we'll kind of get into. And, you know, from there, it, you know, we've grown from just this, this uh, tool to help with reviews to now more of a communication platform or an interaction management platform. Fast forward to today, we have almost 900 employees. We work with about 60,000 businesses across the US, Canada, and Australia. Wow. And yeah, have, have, have grown from like the spare bedroom of, of our co-founders apartment to, you know, the, those 900 employees in, in six years, which is, is insane. So that is incredible growth. So 900 employees in six years. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, I can't even manage 60. <laughs> and well, and Taylor, maybe you know this better, like, I don't like all the awards and things like that. But yeah, like the- it's a pretty exciting. So, so one of the things that helped uh, quite a bit is uh, we made a huge focus on just trying to drive results for these local businesses, right? Just doing whatever it was that was going to drive the most results. And, and Google reviews was that big key uh, factor, right? 
And so Eric and Dennis built the product that was awesome. We played by the rules. We made sure we did everything that was going to protect the businesses and our clients the, uh, the best we could. And Google actually took notice. And so uh, Google is actually sitting on our board now. They're one of our primary investors. And we've just taken off as a rocket ship since then. We're on the Forbes Next Billion Dollar startup, startup List, the Cloud 100 List, Inc. 5000 List. We've been on, I think, three years in a row at this point, right? I think we're number 50 or something odd like that. So, I mean, it's just been absolutely insane. If you go on the G2 crowd, you know, we're, we're the number, one of the number one uh, rated softwares by our customers. And it's because it works because uh, our customers love it, right? And the reason it works is because uh, our customers, when they, when they follow what we ask them to do, and say, hey, you know, you need to go all in on this, uh, on, on reviews, on text messaging, and you know, the platform is awesome. But at the end of the day, it's just there's such a big gaping hole, right? Uh, 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 that businesses could really fill and and just really make uh, so much better of an online presence, and really get a lot more customers coming in because they're taking care of that online presence and their online reputation. It's amazing, like such a, I mean, what would seem at the time is such a simple idea. Is just so so powerful, um, and you know, look what you've been able to make of it, and that's awesome. Like that's, that's an amazing growth, right? And the fact that you can have a tech giant like Google sit on the board, I can only imagine how incredible that would that would be, right? I'd be just sucking information from them, <laughs> right? If that was me personally. Yeah. But surely it doesn't all come. It's not all rosy, right? Like six years, I'm sure there's been a lot of ups and downs and struggles, right? Yeah, yeah 100%. definitely. Like you said, like it's hard to manage. 60 people hard, like at every like as we kept growing and growing we definitely had those growing pains you know but just being able to hire the right people and and give them the autonomy you know and the motivation to do a good job at their role that has been been key but yeah like some of the struggles a lot of the same stuff that the, even the local businesses we work with you know podiums impacted on as well right like covid obviously that's you know, everyone's been affected by that this year. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it was just kind of how you approach the, the problem, right? When, when you have some struggles or pains and, you know, one thing that Podium's done really well is just innovating and figuring out, okay, hey, our customers are struggling with, with this problem. What is it that we can do to help them solve that problem? So, mm -hmm. you know, we came out with a, with a payments tool. So, you know, a lot of businesses couldn't collect, uh, you know, they couldn't see their customers face to face. So, hey, we built a tool where they could collect payment via text message or also a tool that they could now do like a video chat via, you know, a text message link and things like that. So one thing that that kind of we say at, at Podium uh, when it comes to, you know, not, not really, I guess, struggles, but like uh, I, I feel like it's just a good way to look at things is macro optimism, micro pessimism, right? Like what are the things that, what are these struggles that we have that, that we might get bogged down with on the day to day? Like, let's figure out how to like solve those, but overall take a, a step back for a minute and think of the big picture as a, as a local business owner, there's so much opportunity you have and, and it is, you know, sometimes it's hard to get, uh, you know, you get bogged down by those micro pessimism things, but yeah. Yeah, look, and there's no doubt from a local business, I mean, any business really, like customer feedback is is extremely important these days. You know, like I know even for us, you know, we're a service-based business, we have dedicated voice of the customer individual. I mean, that is their entire job. All that's all they do is collect feedback and speak to clients on how we can innovate and how we can introduce 
you know, or even add more value to our clients. So I can only imagine a tool like this would make it a lot easier, I guess, for, for local businesses to, to flourish and, and, and become a lot better at what it is they do. So I'm, I'm keen to sort of shift gears a little bit, understand a bit more around what does the tool actually do? Like what are the core, I guess, services that you offer? And I know, Brian, you mentioned there's a number of different challenges that you've been able to solve for, for small businesses, you know, like the payment function. I know you've got the messaging function, but like, what are the core fundamentals of the tool itself um, that someone that doesn't know about Podium would would essentially engage in? 100%, yeah. Taylor, actually. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll take this one a little bit. Yeah, so Podium basically was invented to be, it's a customer interaction platform, right? It's made, meant to make it so that you can get the most out of your relationship that you're with your customer or make it easier uh, to, to communicate with your customers, right? Because this is the thing, we live in a convenience economy you know, the, the, the people who we're doing business with today have grown up in a, a society where you get everything you want, you know, how you want it, when you want it, right? And that's primarily been because of smartphones. And you have them getting these expectations, you know, working with online keep, uh, e-commerce uh, sites, things like that, right? And then they're taking these experiences that are so convenient and easy to do and expecting that same uh, convenience factor with these local businesses. Right. And the thing is, is you, if you're a local business, right, you can't build a billion dollar software uh, to, to, for dry cleaning. Right. You can't you can't do that if you just don't have those resources and it just wouldn't make sense. So Podium's whole mantra. Right. We're trying to make it so that these local businesses can have that same convenience factor that one of these massive e-commerce sites would have. Right. So there are a plethora of tools. What I would say is easiest is to, to get go where we started. Right. To where, where Brian kind of gave our, our founder story. Right. With reviews. So if you are just trying to build an online presence, get found more easily online through local SEO, things like that, right? Google reviews is the best way you can do that. And Podium is the best way you can collect and manage your, your Google reviews, right? So the product is everything from sending out those text messages to your customers with a simple link where we have smart technology that's gonna be able to identify, you know, what kind of a phone are, are they on? How can we log them into their Google account as quickly as possible to get them leave that Google review, uh, take them straight to that place where they just simply leave that star rating all the way to, you know, hey, did I have a negative review come in? Okay, let's make sure we ping the owner so they can take care of that matter right off the bat instead of letting it sit there for who knows how long before anyone knows and letting that damage their reputation, right? So reviews is a huge part of our product. Coming off of that, right? If you send a text message out to get an online review from your customers, they should be able to text you back in, right? So we have a text messaging platform that you can communicate, you know, do things like appointment reminders, uh, you know, uh, you know, notifications, whatever you'd like through SMS text messaging. And then we thought, well, there's, there's a lot of different channels out there, right? Not necessarily everyone's going to text you in and you might have a presence on Facebook, right? So if somebody's on Facebook, let's say they see a product they like about your business or a service and they have a question, uh, it's only logical that they'd use Facebook Messenger, right? So we made it so there are all these different messaging channels that you could potentially be using bringing those all into one consolidated place where the business can communicate with their customers through all these channels, through one central location. They're not giving out personal phone numbers. So they you know, aren't going to have a customer calling them at midnight on their mobile number because they gave out their cell phone number. Uh, mm -hmm. But rather they're able to you know, handle, handle all these conversations in one place, sign these conversations out to different uh, staff members and be able to handle these customer interactions in a very convenient, easy way. And, and Taylor, at a business level, I mean, am I able to build out a number of a series of workflows depending on, you know, the type of, I guess, pings or notifications that I get? I can enroll customers into, you know, a series of different messages. Is that how the platform would, would work? Yeah, so it's meant to be one-to-one, -one, right? And there, there are 
there are certain scenarios where automations make sense and there's certain ones that don't. Because this is the thing, people aren't dumb. They understand when they're talking to a bot and that's not what we want to happen, right? We want people to, to have a human connection where they're talking to somebody at the business that can help them. But at the same time, as a business owner, you can't be nonstop answering these questions for random people you know, online, but you still want to uh, you know, keep them engaged as much as possible, right? So you, it is kind of like an art and a science. So Podium enables things like you have templates where you can have a templated response that goes out to you know, a frequently asked question you might have mm. so that you're not typing out the answer every single time. You just click on that template, send it out, right? Uh, same thing goes with after hours. You can have an after hours responder where if somebody messages into your business or texts you after hours, you can send a, you know, an automated text that says, hey, you know, thanks for messaging us. We'll get right to you as soon as we can. You've messaged us after hours, so we'll you know, answer you first thing in the morning. And then you know, the, the software is so easy to use and you can have staff members uh, have our mobile app downloaded on their phone that even if it is after hours, if, if they're available, you know, they can still go on and respond to that customer and take care of that situation if you know if, if it's necessary yeah and there's some there's been some i know there's been a lot of studies and research around like how quickly you need to sort of respond to, to reviews or, or or any feedback and, and naturally the longer that you leave it's probably the less response you're going to get back right so have you guys found that there is like you know is it respond within five minutes is it respond within an hour you know what is like best practice as far as like responding back to, to, to yeah. negative reviews or feedback. Yeah, I'd say the quicker, the yeah. better, right? Like if, the, if you're able to respond as fast as possible, that's when you're gonna have your best results. People don't like waiting around, but uh, just to give a stat and then I'll, I'll let Brian give his answer here, but 28 minutes is the average amount of time people will wait for a response from a business, okay. from an inquiry yeah. before they move on to a competitor. So you for sure wanna make sure you keep that in mind when you're uh, trying to respond to a customer's inquiry. Yeah, awesome. It's good to know, 28 minutes. That's yeah. the magic number. Yeah, so that, that's on like the the inquiry side. So if if a customer reaches out to you through the website, hey, get in touch with them as soon as possible. If it's past that 28 minutes, hey, you know they may or may not have already moved on. As far as like res response time, once they leave a review for you, probably the same rule applies. Where hey, try and get get to that as quickly as possible. And so we have tools where hey, all of the reviews that are being left for you online it's actually going to ping you in podium and bring it back in there to make it easy to respond to those. So, Hey, you're with a customer, you send them a review invite, they leave you a review right then and there, or at the end of the day, or however you want to do it, the business will go in and respond to that review. I think the, the biggest thing is just making it sound authentic. Like mm. what you don't want to do is type the same response to every single review because then when somebody hops on there and they're looking at your reviews and they see same the, reply the same over thing and over and over, <laughs> they're like, oh, that's, that's weird, right? But hey, if they see like, hey, Robert, thanks for coming in today. Really glad you, you stopped by and that we could help you mm -hmm. out, blah, blah, blah. Suddenly when people more... are reading those, they're like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, personalization is key, right? Especially, I mean, 2020 yeah. and even going into 2021 now. And like you, you alluded to before, Taylor, you know, like the consumer knows when they're chatting to a robot, right? When they're chatting to a bot versus a, a real person. I mean, I'm, I'm sure we've, yeah. all, we've all sort of experienced that, right? Yeah, the, the other thing, like, Robert, I know you do a ton of like SEO and, and stuff for your clients. Like the other thing that they can do when it comes to SEO with reviews is even in those responses, if they trickle in some of their, the keywords that they want to rank for in there, in the response, then, you know, that, that also is going to help them with that. So 
again, going back, you know, Taylor saying, hey, it's an art and a science, especially when it comes to like response with with reviews. Yeah, and that, that's actually a, a nice segue into my next question. You know, like how how can you encourage, I guess, um, customers or local businesses to, I guess, naturally optimize their their reviews, right? Because I mean, we all know how Google works. So you know, and you've given there an, a nice little tip, Brian. You know, when they're responding, to try and incorporate some of the search terms or queries that they want to that they want to rank for, right? Without it being too spammy. I mean, if I'm a you know a local mechanic. I'm not going to mention the word local, you know, mechanic near me every every second word, right? It's going to come yeah, from yeah. Google's probably, you know, Google's pretty smart these days. So, like, what are some <laughs> of the recommendations for someone, you know, as a local business for when they write some of this content? Like, how would they best position it? That's a yeah. great question. So, I, I'd happy to handle this one a little bit. So, uh, when, when you're trying to rank for local search, right? Google is primarily pulling in those details and making their decision on ranking factors based off of their. Google my business listing, right? Mm -hmm. So the first thing that a lot of business, local businesses need to do is just make sure they have their Google my business listing, or I'm just gonna say GMB, their GMB yeah. listing in order, right? Things like contact details, you know, our, you know, hours of operation, uh, all up to date and, and make sure that it's very consistent across any listing they might have online, whether that's Facebook, uh, their website, any place like that, right? Now, as far as mm -hmm. reviews go, Google does, you know, have a lot of factors it's looking at when, when ranking for reviews. I mean, one that's really obvious, right, is the more reviews you have, you know, the better you're going to pull up in searches. But there's a lot of other things that go into it, right? So, uh, you know, how good are the reviews they're leaving on you? What's the quality like? So not just the star rating, but did people actually leave content, right? Did they type up a little, you know, a little message about that review or did they simply only leave you a star rating? So obviously you want to have customers leaving you actual feedback if they have a keyword in there, right? Like this is the best mechanic in Melbourne, right? This is the best mechanic in the Gold Coast. That's obviously going to help you as, as a mechanic in the Gold Coast. Having more recent reviews, right? It's not good just to get a ton of reviews at one point and then, you know, be done with it. You need to have reviews coming in all the time because Google is looking at a frequency factor and it's also looking at a recency factor where the more recent reviews are more heavily weighted and are going to help you pull up a lot better online if you're getting those to come in more recently all the time. Sorry, one thing I'd add to that even, maybe some tips and tricks for the, the listeners as far as getting the review and prompting them to like, you know, sometimes they, they go to leave the review and they're like, Oh, I don't know what to say about this guy. Kind of some tips and tricks there is like, Hey, when you, you know, Robert, you come into the business, you get the service, you pay for it right mm -hmm. there at the point of sale is the best time for them to try and get a review. Mm -hmm. And I would, you know, I'd say, hey, Robert, thanks for coming in today. Really appreciate your business. You know, while I print your invoice or while I pull your car around or, or whatever it is, like leave a buffer zone of like, hey, you're going to be sitting here at the counter for like 30 seconds to a minute while I do something. But hey, while you're standing there, I'm going to send you a text message. I'd love to get your feedback on how we did today, or I'd love to get your feedback on the friendliness of our staff or put in whatever it is that they want to like kind of give the customer a topic to write in their mm -hmm. review. And that will help in that part that Taylor is talking about of like the quality of the review, like the content that the person leaves. So if, if you just say, Hey, I'm going to send you a link, leave us a review. They might not leave as much content, but if you can say, Hey, I'm going to send you this, this review invite, you know, we really appreciate it as a business and we'd love to get your feedback on how the service was here or the, mm. how the, our pricing was or whatever, that's going to help just make it easy for them to get those reviews and get the content 
in the review. Anyway, so, so really prompting them to to leave, you know, almost like specific feedback, right? Um, so it's like encouraging them to to leave that sort of appropriate feedback, guys. And I'm sure probably a lot of our listeners are thinking this. So when does the review get published straight away in the online domain, or is there a safety net to go? You know, I know there are some platforms out there that can, you know, if it's under a certain star, it captures it, sends it off to the owner and says, you know, here's a review, review it before you push it live. And I know Google made some changes to this, right? So um, in their policies, but like where does Podium stand as far as, as far as that point? Yeah, happy. Yeah, so th this is kind of funny because at the very beginning you asked us, you know, hey, what, what has been some struggles that Podium's had to go through, you know, and, and how did you overcome them, right? And this is, this is actually really good. Uh, a story right here. And me and Brian actually kind of started, I think around the same time, he might've started a little earlier than I did at Podium. Uh, and one of the things in the early days that kind of scared us was this exact topic, right? So originally the way the product worked uh, was we wanted to make sure that the businesses we worked with didn't have to worry about their customers leaving them a negative review, right? And so what we did was called review gating where you'd send a, a review invitation and it first asked you, hey, did you have a good experience today? Yes or no, right? Just a yes or no question. Did you have a good experience today? If they said no, uh, they didn't have a good experience, we wouldn't take them to a place to leave an online review. We'd take them some other place to give you know some feedback on some form if they felt so inclined. If they said yes, we'd take them, hey, yeah, leave us a good online review. Now that's against Google's terms of service and Facebook's mm -hmm. terms of service and it's something you shouldn't do. And if you get caught doing, you know, say goodbye to your Google My Business listing, which, uh, I mean, if you want to put yourself out of business, that's a really good way to do it, right? So we don't recommend doing that by any means at all. Uh, so what we actually ended up doing was we wanted to make sure we were in line and we were protecting our customers as best we could, right? So we actually took that question out and sent, it made it just as easy as possible for the customers to leave them on the interview. And we were really nervous when we did that, but we're like, you know, we can't, uh, we, we took, we, we wanted to, to do the right thing and, and do it the right way. So we did that. And funny enough, we actually ended up seeing really good results where our customers now by taking out that extra step ended up getting way more reviews from their clients and actually more positive reviews from their clients. Cause this is the thing, the people who aren't leaving your reviews who are happy, the reason they're not doing it is just cause it's not easy. It's too much, it's too cumbersome and they don't do it. So if you can take out those, those barriers and make it super easy for them to leave you an online review, they will and they'll see better results. And funny enough, right, it was not too long after we made that decision that Google took notice and said, yeah, there's a few companies doing, you know, review generation, but Podium is the one that we want to put our money in because they're doing it the right way and they're uh, doing it the way we, you know, we, we're, we're, we're trying to promote uh, businesses to use. Yeah, I love that, man. So you guys took a pretty big gamble that, that paid off, right? Because I, I can only imagine that would have been really yeah. scary, right? <laughs> yeah, Really, really yeah, scary. And, and and to clarify, like we were doing everything by the book the, the, the entire time, right? Like Google hadn't come out with the rules of like, hey, no review gating and things like that. But yeah, when they did, we're like, okay, we're gonna, we're still gonna follow the rules. We don't wanna put our customers at risk. Whereas, you know, like you, you mentioned, there's tons of companies that do that today. And yeah. it's, it's like how SEO was like 15 years ago where, you know, there's all these black hat tricks you could do and eventually it, it bites you in the butt and, and we just never wanted to put our customers in that situation. And so, yeah, it's, it's paid off just by, by much more right sustainable, mo much more sustainable business, right? And a sustainable model. Yeah. Um, and Google, Google goes after those businesses just, just to make it clarify. Like I know of specific examples that I won't mention uh, because I don't want to slander anyone or anything like that. 
but there are spe- there's a specific scenario where we've seen people doing this right review gating, even though they, you know, Google said that it was against their terms of service and they were going to negatively affect businesses. And those businesses overnight, I mean, no kidding, they had hundreds of reviews uh, for each individual business overnight, all of a sudden just disappear off their page. Uh, and, you know, you had a lot of businesses, you know, uh, frantic because they spent so much money, time and energy building that reputation and it was gone mm. in an instant. And that's why you want to make sure you are doing it by, you know, you are playing by the rules and you are doing it the right way. Yeah, guys, I mean, look, I mean, I don't have to go far, right? I've, I've been in the online space and, you know, I've got a bit of a sweet spot for, for SEO for 14, 14 years now, 14, 15 years, and I've seen all sorts of stuff, right? I used to know companies that would hire teams out of like India and Sri Lanka and the Philippines, and all they did was leave ne- negative reviews for their competitors and positive reviews for themselves through VPNs. Like, I think I've, I've probably seen it all, right? <laughs> as far as like black yeah. hat tactics and all sorts of stuff, right? Which I guess probably is the second question I want to ask. Like, how do you combat fake reviews? And I, I, I've done a series of videos on and, and actually podcasts on this topic, right? But, and it's, it is a big thing. I know like even with Impressive, even if you jump on our listing at the moment, there's like two very apparent and very obvious fake reviews, right? And it's, it's a pain, right? Cause you can, yeah. you know, you can yeah. submit them to Google all you want, but you know, if they're smart, they know what they're doing. They can get through the signals that Google looks at, right? And just given in our space that we, you know, we're a digital agency, it's a very competitive space, right? Everyone just wants to take you down. That's just down with the game. Yeah, yeah. So how does the like how does the platform combat that? Because it is, you know, it's it's a big thing. Yeah, I I have a saying. We get this question all the time, and I, and I say the solution to pollution is dilution, right? You're gonna, gonna you're gonna get negative yeah. reviews. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get yes. You can throw my name on there. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I'll put a quote yeah, on but, there, Brian. <laughs> no, uh, but yeah, you're like whether it's a fake review or it is like a real review that somebody had a bad experience, you're going to get negative reviews coming in. And what you want to make sure is, Hey, you have a, you have a process and a way to make it just super, super easy for you to get tons and tons of positive reviews from, from your happy customers. Right. And like Taylor was saying, that's why Podium has been so successful is we just make it drop dead easy for businesses to get reviews from their happy customers. And all of a sudden it's like, yeah, maybe your competitor is paying somebody in India or Sri Lanka to leave you negative reviews, but they can't keep up at the pace that you'll be able to get these positive reviews. And, you know, as you know, Google goes through and and they'll eventually be able to see these fake reviews and things like that. But uh, I, I think that's the biggest thing is like, don't, don't be scared of, of negative reviews, figure out a process to just get a ton of positive reviews from your happy customers. That, that would be kind of my biggest advice for folks who are, are maybe going through that. Yeah. yeah, I think it's great, great, great advice. You know, I, I know we deal with small businesses and they, they get, they're terrified when they receive a negative review. Right. Um, and I think it's, it's more psychological than anything else. And I, I, my advice to them is always like, don't invest time in looking at how you can remove it or how you can combat it. Focus that energy and actually generating new ones. So it's it's a bit of a mindset, right? It's a shifting the, the, the mindset a little bit. Did you want to add something to that, Taylor? Yeah, no, yeah. I, I would say Brian, Brian hit it right on the nose, right? If you're going to put your energy anywhere, just like you were saying, right? 
is you want to put your energy obviously on collecting more reviews because those are going to do way more for you than focusing on that one negative review, right? Yeah. However, it doesn't hurt to respond to every review, even if it's obviously like, I wouldn't say obviously fake, even if it is a fake negative review, you want to make sure that you're responding, not because you're responding to the person that left the negative review, you're responding to the every single person who might come across that negative review, right? Mm -hmm. So simply, and, and that's why Podium does have that response, right? Where it's going to alert them, hey, you have a negative review, uh, make sure you get on there and just respond, right? When you respond, you just need to say something simple like, hey, we're, we're sorry you had a bad experience. If you wouldn't mind reaching out to me at this number, this email, you know, we want to make sure we can take care of you and, and resolve this for you, right? So, you know, a lot of the times you'll be able to resolve somebody's issue if, they, if it's a real negative review, you know, a lot of times you won't but at least you've covered yourself where if somebody comes across that negative review in the future, uh, they'll see, hey, this, this, this company has great reviews because they have tons of positive ones, but even on the negative ones, it looks like they really try to take care of those people, even if they didn't have the experience that was the best. That's great advice. Really, really good advice, guys. Guys, and like, as, as far as like, what's on the cards for Podium? Like, what's, what does the next 12 months look like? You don't have to share everything, obviously. You know, you don't want to give us away your secret sauce, but is so, there anything IPO, exciting? yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anything you can you can share with us? And if you don't, it's, it's cool. I, I totally understand. So Podium's always innovating. We're launching new products. One of the new newer ones that we've launched is payments. That's going to be a huge part of the business. There'll be, there'll be more on that in 2021. But then the other big thing is just investing more in our partners, right? Like, like you, yeah. Robert, you know, how can we help you and the clients you're working with, you know, things like this, is there, is there educational things that we can do to, to give back? Because we know that the software can help people, but yeah, just investing more in our, our partners and those relationships. The one of, one of those things is, you know, webinars or, or podcasts like this there's some other cool stuff that we'll be doing in in australia beginning of next year but uh actually i don't know if i can can tell but uh don't, basically don't a, a wave much. yeah anyway so we have some exciting news there as well but uh yeah like if if anyone has you know any of the listeners out there have questions for us anything like that like reach out we're happy to help whether you use podium or not you have a question about reviews or something like let us know that's what we're here to do so yeah, yeah absolutely man and and you mentioned it before like around partnerships and you know and more specifically is partnerships with impressive and for us you know podium is a, is a great value add for our clients right i mean it's and and it comes down to the education piece more than more, more than anything else it's like the more value and the more education we can give them the better that they become at a managing their their reviews and their, and their, their reputation online and be ultimately yeah. probably becoming better business owners too, right? And know like how to tackle some of these some of these areas. So very similar to us, like we're very very big on partnerships at the moment. It's been one of our biggest goals. It's partnering up with platforms like Podium and obviously Google, Facebook. Those guys are very you know big partners of of, of Impressive. But you know we're looking, we're strategically looking at partners, as I said, like like Podium that can add value to our clients and get them the best you know ROI and return on their on, on their investment as well. Yeah. I mean, it's super common for us to, to sign on a customer who will see so much success, right? Like, and I always think of this one dentist that we signed up, uh, Brian, remember this story, uh, Dr. Josh Wyatt in, Florida, in South Florida, who's a dentist, who's one of our very first customers who used the platform so well, focused so much on online reviews and that local SEO benefit that he ended up 
signing a, a, or needing to start three additional practices because of the amount of traffic he had coming into his business, right? And so those people, it's super common for us actually to have a customer of ours who we will later on, uh, you know, uh, or, or honestly immediately partner up with just because of the success they've seen from Podium and how much they've been able to grow their own business and because of that education piece, right? Now, I mean, there's going to be a lot of scenarios also where, you know, you're not able to get an online review for a customer. Let's say, for example, mm -hmm. somebody comes in, they decide not to buy, right? And so there are products for that as well. Uh, you know, getting feedback, figuring out how to improve your business. Uh, we have a feedback tool. So what uh, a lot of, for example, jewelers, right? A lot of jewelers will do with us is uh, when they have people's contact information, they decide not to buy for whatever reason, they'll send back, send out a feedback request, uh, which is an NPS survey saying, hey, on a scale of one to 10, how likely are you to recommend us? Based off that answer, you ask, okay, you know, why'd you give that answer? And just by asking those two simple questions, they can pull in so much data on how to improve their business and, and then really just make themselves as better and better and better and as, as, as good as possible. And then they end up growing substantially from that. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, NPS, even for us, like is a big part of our big part of our business. You know, I always say to our clients, like, if I don't know about it, I can't fix it, right? Good or bad, like, tell me, you know, I, I need feedback. It's not, you know, we've all got thick skin and the more feedback we receive as, as business owners uh, or businesses in general, the more that we can innovate and become better at what it is we do and add value and, and, and better service. So that's awesome actually to know that, that the, the platform also does uh, MPS. Awesome guys, well, look, that is it. Thank you very much. I mean, Brian, how do we, Taylor, how do we get in touch with you guys? You know, for our listeners, they wanna ask a question or they wanna find out more, more about the tool, how do they how do they reach out? Go to try.podium.com slash impressive. Hop in there. We'll know that hey, you are a listener on this podcast and you know, we'll do something special for you. Feel free to also reach out to Taylor and myself directly. My email is Brian B R I A N at podium.com. And and yeah, Taylor T oh, I guess you have your last name on there. <laughs> Just reach out to me. That's easier. But yeah go to podium.com or hey robert have folks reach out to you and and we can help them out we're, we're partnered together and yeah if they have any questions reach out directly go to our website reach out to you whatever they want to do there so absolutely man and look for, for our listeners i mean you guys probably all know but it's robert and impressive if you've got any questions i'll also post the link in the in the in the comments so you've all got access to it but guys honestly that was that was great thank you i um i actually learned more about the platform than i I thought I would <laughs> just in the, you know, in the time that hey. we've been together. So thank you. And I, yeah, as I said, I look forward to, to working pretty closely with, with, with both of you and, and Podium as a platform. Awesome. Well, thanks 100%. for having us. Thanks for setting this up. This was fun. Appreciate Pleasure. it.